you are listening to Little Raleigh Radio, and it's uh, it is definitely one of the twelve days of Christmas. This is Lawn Darts Radio. It's the beginning of the twelve days of Christmas. Maybe is it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's got to go through at least the fifth because oh, that's okay. the epiphany. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So oh, yeah. so we we are well into to we're, well we're deep into the the holiday season. This was uh, pre-recorded on the solstice. Yes, so, it was so. the shortest day of the year. Yep. In and, this hemisphere, and in this hemisphere, and we've got the full moon out, and and a and a a, uh, a meteor shower tonight too. Nice. Is it nice. still the Geminids? I am, I think it may be. <laughs> I'll look it up before the space report. All right. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Jacob. Uh, in the studio we have Matt Cooper. This no. is Mike Cooper. Mike Cooper. So we're off to a great I, start. I failed. <laughs> yeah. No. Like we got that part wrong already. Jump, jump in there, buddy. No. Happy to be here. I am avoiding doing my Christmas shopping. Good to for be you. Here. So on Christmas morning, when the kids open stuff up, it's going to be a, a sorry note that says sorry. Sorry. But I was on the radio, so that was cool. <laughs> we had a great time. We'll, we'll write you a hall pass. Right. Yeah, thank you're, you. You're good. You're fine. You're good to go. Gift cards, man. Gift cards and I'm uh, too traditional. What, red and white shop, man. Red and white shop for the NC State stuff. Well, Dad so, told me this year, no more NC State stuff. Because <laughs> every year it's always just like a shirt, a sweatshirt. But this year he's like, don't do it. Did you even go to state? He did. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that makes sense there. Okay. Just wondering. Anyway, this is Mike Cooper. It's my buddy. Buddy from Wilkes County up the country, up the mountain. He used to run Wilkes County. I should have brought there. moonshine today. Like, I feel like I dropped cow. the ball on that. That's all right. This is a last-minute edition, though, but we're very glad to, he- to Thank have you here. Speaking of gift cards, usually I turn my nose. I mean, if anybody wants to give me a gift card, I don't turn my nose at that. <laughs> but but as far as gift-giving goes. So, <laughs> real quick, best and worst Christmas gift ever I was guilty of a couple years ago. Yeah. Practicing law up there, one of my clients for Christmas gave me a jar of moonshine as a gift, which is great. But then we were uh, we were finishing up our holiday meal. There were leftovers at the law firm, so we were packing it up. And I realized we, we ought to take it somewhere, so I took it to a recovery home. The food, and I accidentally left the jar of moonshine oh. in with the food. So it was both the best Christmas present ever that I smug accidentally smuggled and didn't realize it, a jar of moonshine into a uh, into, into a, a recovery house. Terrible, recovery yeah. Oh, it was a happy. Oh. Well, it's definitely a spiritist <laughs> at Christmas for them. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, the right person found it <laughs> <laughs> until they start start, uh, start seeing the fairies. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> gift cards! So, yeah, but no, I, I saw somebody. They uh, <laughs> yeah, I should they, do gift cards. They're doing gift cards for their parents. Yes, to have a date night every month. So every month, rather than having to come up with a massive gift. They'll just send them a subtle gift at the very be- first week of every month. Who's this? Uh, a friend of mine. Okay. They're like, hey, go out and have a good time. You know, here's a here's a gift That's card. Nice. First first week of the month, you're like, yeah, you know, go have date night for you yeah. with your parents. Oh, oh no, the parents go have the parents date get night. to have their own date night. Oh, that's cool. That's really neat. So that's I, I think that's a gift card done right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I, I okay. Do y'all buy Christmas gifts for yourself? I do. I wait list things so like okay. you know like yes. you know you see a book that you really like and you're like I can't buy myself I can't buy that from myself right now right. but you know well see that's what, after yeah that's, that's what the, I did that's what I'm gonna do so that's what I did okay. coming to, and, 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 and coming coming uh, actually this weekend I'm excited about it a a a, a photo book of photos from all the Apollo missions. Oh, beautiful. It came out this, this October. It was like a hundred bucks selling for 120 bucks on Amazon. I saw it for 40 bucks. I was like, done. Boom, boom, boom. Bam. (laughs) Merry Christmas, Benny Mac. 
<laughs> oh, and it's a good coffee table book for it when is. you have people over. Exactly. It's art. Yeah. It's art. So, I and mean, we'll talk probably talk more about that in the space report too. Yeah, I think we'll we'll probably cover the the Apollo eight. Yeah, Apollo eight mission fifty years this uh, this weekend. Was that the good one? Was that the they that, they did they were successful, right? Yes. So okay. the, the, this is the mission the the first mission that flew men around the moon. They didn't land. They flew men around the moon. Okay. This yes. is like me in a parking lot driving around for pretty yeah. much. So yeah. But but but, base, but except they went two hundred fifty thousand miles out into space. Well, yeah. Yeah. And and then and then <laughs> orbited the moon. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you know, a little bit better version of what I do, like driving around trying to find a parking space. But that's you know, true. Like, yeah. Fifty yeah. years ago, come we on remember guy. them for that. Exactly. <laughs> Which means you need to find a better parking lot. <laughs> right. So, real quick, do you think Stephon Curry was serious when he thought, "Oh, we didn't go to the moon," when he said that, uh, or because he tried to he tried to play it off later, like, "Oh, I was just kidding." But, I uh, don't know, but he's getting a lot of talking tos by scientists and astronauts. <laughs> he really is now. <laughs> Actually, that that's the best reason to deny the moon landing. There you go. You get to make friends with astronauts. Yes, yes, <laughs> oh, okay. and, and then maybe, maybe because he's Stephon Curry, maybe, maybe some rich guy like Elon Musk or or. Or someone will put him on a spa- a flight, one of these flights to space, and actually get him up into space. Right. Gentlemen's wager. Yeah, I'll show you the moon is real. And yeah, that is, exactly. that is a great way of sending Elon Musk to the moon. And then we can just uh, have a break from him, and yeah, uh, we'll see? be good for a while. There you go. I love it. I love it. Lawn Darts Radio Christmas Spectacular. We got some good stuff tonight, don't we, Jacob? We do. Lots of good stuff. Christmas is uh, always a uh, um, buffet. Um, it is a buffet. of choice music. Yes, it is a buffet, just like the Chinese, like the Chinese buffet. Coming into the what? The year of the pig? <laughs> is it the <laughs> is it the year of the pig? Uh, <laughs> it, it is the Chinese buffet of music. Really great when you get into it when you know, when you're listening to all of it, and then like when you're done, you just have that feeling like, oh you're my just gosh, like, I'm like, done. What have I done? I'm over it. I need to be alone for a while. <laughs> But then 30 minutes later, you're like, all right, I can handle some Jingle Bells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, uh, so Christmas, we're going to talk about, uh, well, we'll do our usual stuff yeah. ahead of time. You know, Space Report, we'll do this day in North Carolina history. We'll talk about Christmas traditions. You're from the mountains. Oh, yeah. Jacob's from the mountains. You're from the mountains. I have Ken in the mountains. We got a lot of good so stuff. you come out with us? Huh? <laughs> Yeah, I'll come along, especially if there's moonshine. You know where you know where to get the moonshine. Oh Mike. gosh, yeah. You know, how many moonshiners have you uh, have you represented in court? Not as much as you would th- like. They're all dying off now, so oh. it's kind of sad. So you you rarely see that in in court anymore. But so they're uh, all meth heads now. Yeah, I represented more of those. Oh, but, uh, what a shame! I know. Oh, well, because moonshine is a dying art. I'd much rather have moonshine than meth. <laughs> That that should be a bumper sticker. That that, uh, <laughs> Make moonshine, not meth. At least a craft off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could do a craft off. Moonshiners versus meds. That could be a reality show. Oh God. Oh, I know, I know. JD Vance is gonna kill us. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh mommy. Oh mommy. Let's get to music before we go too far down down the rabbit hole here. I figured we'd uh, go and listen to a little bit of the Boston Brass Band, Once in the Royal City of David, right here. Lawn Darts Radio. 
It's a little uh, mood yeah. setting music to go there with your <laughs> with your moonshine. Yes. That's um and Minogue with Dove's Return. Part of that uh off of um the uh, Scottish Christmas album that Bonnie Rideout put out that was uh, O Come On uh, Emmanuel and then God Rest You Merry Gentlemen. Uh and we also heard uh the Boston Brass Band with Once in Royal David's City. Uh by the way, uh that was uh uh singing over Comanche uh, to make it just a, a little more Christmassy was uh, was uh, Billy Childish. So Ooh, fun, fun, fun. That was good. It's Off good the uh, Link Ray's Christmas Especially album. the brass. Uh, I, I grew up with the brass band, so my dad played French horn. And so, and in fact, he still did up until a couple of years ago. He and his brass band uh, buddies would get together, and they would go caroling in downtown <sighs> Ashboro. And just, they would they just get a brass quintet together, and they would go caroling. They go to the nursing homes. They play and they walk and they do sun, uh, Christmas on Sunset because it's Sunset Avenue in downtown Ashboro. And they would play Christmas carols, brass quintet. I need to get a tape of that. The the Ashboro brass band. Yeah, uh, Ashboro brass. You know, they used to do it. They used to practice in our front room. You know, when I was a kid. Uh-huh, that's oh, that's good. Yeah, be. good stuff. A lot of a lot of lawyers. It was my dad who was a music teacher, and the rest of them were lawyers. <laughs> But you're a lawyer. You know how that is. I'm not that kind of lawyer. No. (laughs) (laughs) The brass band. So, yeah, I grew up with that stuff. And it's just really, really just sort of, I I don't know. It's, well, there's a Baroque style to it. There is a a, a timeless quality, you know, very timeless. But it also feels, you know, a a little bit urban. So I, I think that it instantly pulls up, like, your Dickensian imagery. Very Dickensian. Very Dickensian. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mike, what do y'all do up on the mountain for Christmas in Wilkes County? You know, I came from a great family, so I don't have any good, like, you know, screwed up Christmas stories or, like, anything <laughs> where, like, things went off the rails. Like, I was trying to think, like, we've just had, like, a normal, good, solid Christmas every year. Got some good gifts. Spent well, quality time with family and well, great a- cheer. Like, nobody, like, burned down the tree or anything like that well that's good that's good but yeah. you know like you know but it's nothing eventful no nothing like christmas vacation right no nothing like christmas <laughs> i'm trying to think but th- three years ago i had a um had a had a client and a friend of mine who had gotten locked up for something stupid and it was like it, it wasn't christmas eve but it was like the day before christmas eve and he reached out and like somebody got in touch with me Went and visited him in jail, like, you know, work's done, like, everybody's just kind of pieced out, and it was, like, me and him in jail trying to figure out a way to bail him out, and finally, like, got in touch with enough friends to put up the money to get him oh, out. Oh, yeah. So, like, two days before Christmas, you know, got a friend out of jail. Yeah. That's, like, the only, you know, great story that I've got. That's good. Uh, it was a good time. That's pretty. I mean, because, yeah. you know, people and people, they're still Christmas in prison, you know? Oh, we should play that, John Prine. Oh yes, Christmas in Prison. John, are Prine. you are you a fan of the Canadian show Trailer Park Boys? Yes, you know. Oh god, the Christmas special, yeah, the Christmas special. Where what's his name, Ricky? He doesn't want to get bailed out because yes. Christmas in prison is the best time to be in prison. It is. No, like yeah, like you almost feel like sad for the guy that he's getting out because of all the uh, like the fun that they were having just being in there. Yeah. And he's oh, like, yes. no, now I have to go home to my family and God. responsibilities. I know, right? Yes, yeah. I love Trailer Park Boys. So, Holy cow. So Merry Christmas to those who are locked up and those who are not locked up. But Yes, Merry Christmas to y'all. We love y'all. And uh, stay strong. Goodness and mercy. Uh-oh. There we go. <laughs>
Jacob, what would you what what would y'all do for Christmas? Uh, um, you're from Cashers. Yeah, yeah, I'm from Cashers. Usually, we uh, most Christmases, um, we had a we had a paradigm shift at w- at one point. It used to be that Thanksgiving was at the grandparents' house, mm. and then Christmas was at my aunt's house. But then they swapped that. Uh, not quite sure why. And uh, yeah, but uh, my grandparents had pretty nice farm, so we do the traditional Christmas dinner, um, and then after that, we get a a big bonfire going. Bonfires are the best. Are any of you Christmas night people instead of Christmas morning people? Our family wasn't. We were Christmas morning. We were, you know, oh, norm- no. normal. Yeah, we uh, were morning as well. Yeah. Five thirty AM. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Six o'clock when we were kids, yeah, getting up. And it, but the thing about it is growing up, my folks would have we would get up, we would have Christmas. We'd eat breakfast and then we'd pile everything in and then go to my granny's and Pawpaw's house in High Point and have Christmas there with my mama's family. And so my aunt and uncle and cousins were there and we'd have Christmas there. And then we'd have Christmas lunch and then we'd pack mm. everything up and go to Boone and go to my dad's family and probably spend the weekend two or three days up there. And we'd have Christmas dinner there. So we were always traveling around the state. And I guess growing up, uh, that was great. But as a grown up and being able to, I guess, stay at home or be have Christmas with family and whatnot, and maybe see relatives on another day, that was always that. Gr- being a grown up now, that's nicer. I, that, I think that's nicer t- for me. But growing up as a kid, it was fantastic. You know, it was great being able to sleep in a little bit because you know, you, when you're a kid, you want to get up like uh, crack of dawn, right? Get the presents. But now it's just like, all right, you know, let's try to push ten o'clock. They're not going to let you, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Push till 10 o'clock, have a brunch, <laughs> have a brunch. Get we, some of those sausage balls. Dude, we thank, make sausage balls. Thank goodness that that is not a year-round type food oh because I would be dead. I know, same here. But uh, but that, that is like the one day of the year that I can indulge them. I make Benny Mac's famous sausage balls. Eat more than 10. Oh, yes. Maybe 20. Oh, I'll eat a batch. Yeah. Yeah, I'll eat a whole thing. Hell, I'll eat half the half of them making them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so what what's in your recipe for them? Uh, recipe is uh, I use Anise's a hot country sausage, make them spicy, and I get extra sharp cheddar cheese, and I just eyeball the ratios. So you know to Bisquick and 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 cheese and sausage, and I just eyeball it, and and then I mix it up until it's a nice, really really nice, good big tight ball, and then I start making pulling pulling the dough off, making the balls, and then and putting them down. Mm-mm. Good balls, good balls. Yeah, they are. So yeah, that that may, again, there is a ratio to it. You can go by the recipes. Some my uncle used to make really uh, 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 sausage balls that are uh, with a lot of sage in it. I don't, I okay, I don't yeah. necessarily like that. I like the spicy ones. Uh, gives it a little more tang and whatnot. And plus, you've got to have enough sausage. And if you put too much bisquick or flour in there to do it, uh, then it won't. Um, they won't soak up the grease, uh, and it'll just be sausage and cheese balls, you know. So you gotta have a, you have to have the the, the consistency in there. And, and I've just done it so, you know, over the years, so many times that I can eyeball it, and it's fine. Feels like this is like NPR talking about uh, good, the, the, good, 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 good Christmas balls. Good, good, uh, good, good sweaty, right? Good, good Christmas, <laughs> Christmas balls. They melt in your mouth. <laughs> Benny Max, special. Sausage balls, the best. Mm-mm. Good ball, good ball. Have you ever seen any that commercial with Andy Griffith? They re- he did Ritz crackers. He was like, 
Mmm, everything tastes great on a uh, everything tastes great on a Ritz. Mmm, good cracker, good cracker. No, I've never seen that. Go, go, go on, go on YouTube I'll have to and find that. It. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's just hilarious. I didn't, I didn't know he did commercials. Oh I, I, yeah, man. I've never seen an Andy Griffith commercial. Oh, go, there are a bunch of them. On like there. I thought, I thought he was the one guy who didn't sell out. Well, no, but no. Nabisco, right. Nabisco sponsored the Nabisco and probably RJR sponsored the Andy Griffith show. <laughs> well, we just you know. never and Mount saw Olive, I would no, hope. Yeah. <laughs> We never saw the those commercials because it wasn't for they were first run only. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. See, I think it was uh, he smoked Chesterfields on the show. If you ever see him, every once in a while you'd see him smoking, especially in the first season. Go go back and look. You're you're yeah. I mean, this is great. You're you're also kind of partially ruining Andy for me. Sorry, buddy. That uh, <laughs> I mean, he's both in it for the money and also just the, he has vices. Well, back in well, the day, he had a big Andy responsibility have... to make sure that everybody on the show got paid. I think I think this he is true. That very I mean, personal. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, but back in the day, that's how you get. I mean, that's how that's how all television was made. Do you ever seen? Uh, have you ever seen the movie Facing the Crowd? Andy Griffith. I've heard about it all Dude. the time, and I need to watch it, but I don't want to see him play a bad guy. Uh, okay. You, you. Well, at some point, you're going to have to break your rosy. Yeah, suck it up and suck it up and break your rosy glass view of Andy Griffith because that he's young, and he that made his career. And had he chosen not to go into TV, he would have been an incredible movie star. He might have been Ronald Reagan. He yeah. might have been like the the B level actor who. No, know, he would have been A level. Yeah. No, he would have been, right. he would have been a level a level actor and he could have he would have been an academy award winning actor like a leading man actor. Didn't he do the college radio station at UNC? Yeah. I want to say that he was there with like Charles Kuralt or somebody like that. No, it was um it was before that. Okay. Carl Castle was Oh no, with it Charles was Carl Kuralt. Castle. Carl Castle started WNC with Charles Kuralt. And uh, Andy Griffith was Carl Castle's high school drama teacher in Goldsboro. That's right. Andy Griffith was older, but yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine like you're you you go to UNC, you're all excited, you want to get into radio, and you apply to get on the radio station, and they're like, no, there's these other two guys. It's you know, it's Charles Kuralt and, uh, and Carl Castle. Yeah, they're like, sorry, like. And you're like, dang it. And you never got the chance because there's oh, like... Oh, I know, you know, right? And they go on... Generational be... talent in that room. Well, that's probably why they, they then kicked him over to XYC. <laughs> 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 that's right. Oh, man. All right, so uh, we getting into some music? Yeah. Uh, we we were talking about maybe going over to Vince Guaraldi country. Yes. So, well, I figured we'd start with a song for Big Sam. Absolutely. He loves Spilt the Spills rendition of Linus and Lucy. Oh, fantastic. Yes. And then we'll get into what? Christmas time is here after yeah. that? Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Love it, man. All right here. Little Raleigh Radio. This is Lawn Darts Radio. And uh, let's turn the music back on.
That's the Vince Guaraldi trio with My Little Drum right my here little on drum. Little Raleigh Radio. Lone Darts Radio off the classic A Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack. Classic soundtrack. Great, uh, just great music all the way around. And then uh, uh, before that, we had a uh, cover of Linus and Lucy by, who was that, Jacob? That was uh, Built to Spill, oh, uh, and it's one of uh, Big Sam's favorite, That's favorite right. songs. That's right. And then we did, a, uh, a again, another cover of Christmas Time is Here. And that was uh, that was a that was a fantastic cover there. You're buzzing there, Jacob. I am because you're holding to... you're holding the Y cable. <laughs> no, that, that, that wasn't it, unfortunately. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we got a buzz. Maybe it is. Okay, hopefully it is. There we go. All right. Hopefully things are better. So um, yeah, um, I guess it's all from the the Peanuts Christmas special. Yes, Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, we're talking about, uh, of course, we're in Christmas mode right now, and uh, uh, Christmas movies. <laughs> Christmas movies, Christmas uh, TV shows. Here's a question that uh, we threw out today. Right. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Of course. Definitely. You think so? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it takes place <laughs> during Christmas. Yeah. And uh, there's like a, there's like a you know... Uh, a good message to it at the end. Everybody's happy, yeah, enjoying enjoying the holidays, being thankful for family. I get you. You know, like you get all all that sure. stuff out of it. The same stuff that you get out of, you know, a Christmas story or, uh-huh. you know, the Grinch or anything like that. Plus German terrorists, exactly. Jer- Jeremy Irons. And it's you know, it's a Christmas movie that men can watch and right. feel you know, <laughs> and feel okay about. Exactly. And have fun. So with. it is absolutely a Christmas movie. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can. Is that is that your favorite? What is no, actually, it's not my favorite, okay. uh, but I, I would just... Also, would Home Alone count as a Christmas movie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, thank no, you. I, no, absolutely it would. Movie. Yes, yes. Jacob, you're fiddling over there. Yeah, I'm still just trying to, to, to figure out this buzzing. It's... Do you have a buzz? Because I don't hear the buzz. I don't hear the you buzz hear the buzz. Okay. We don't hear the buzz. Maybe it's your it's headphones. It's all in your head. Hopefully it's in my headphones. <laughs> Maybe it is your headphones. It, no, the buzz is fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's good, because it's making me uh, question a lot of... Sanity points here. Okay. <laughs> well, Chris, Christmas will do that for you. Actually, yes, it will. You know, yeah, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thankful that I'm not having to do too much, you know, reminiscing that the ghost hasn't come and like visited me, and you know, you got to think back about your past and think about all the folks that's that that hadn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah, the ghosts are not working for your reclamation. No, your, your not soul yet. feels. Like, I'm doing pretty good. Your soul feels pretty good. Yeah, you feel feel pretty good about your life and life choices. For the most part, <laughs> like the more the more <laughs> the more that we sit here and talk about it, I'm like, man. Okay, maybe we should move along. <laughs> Speaking of which, yeah. actually, that is my fa- actually my favorite version of a of a Christmas Carol is the uh, George C. Scott. Y- yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, George C. Scott is great. Uh, the Tiny Tim in that is good. Oh, uh, David Warner as Bob Cratchit. Yeah, Bob um, Cratchit is good. Oh man. The um the like the the nephew or whatever yes all good characters yes John Reese plays yes. yeah John oh, yes. John Reese plays uh, the nephew nephew uh um, is it it's not Ned it's not Ned name? oh good can't think of it I can't either but it's just yeah uh it's his it's his uh Scrooge's um nephew I did not care for the um the one with um I can't uh, Bill Murray. Even though I Scrooge? love, Scrooge yeah, even though I'm a huge Bill Murray fan, the too. night reindeer, Scrooge doesn't the night do it for the me. reindeer die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Have you seen the a very Bill Murray Christmas on Netflix though? No, dude, no, dude. Okay, I okay. gotta get into you, that. You've one. got to watch that. That is a if you love Bill Murray, that is very Bill Murray. Bill Murray. It is a it's like a musical review thing, but it, it's got George Clooney in it, Miley Cyrus, um, uh, Paul Schaefer is, is all in, and he they're just doing musical numbers all night. It's fantastic. You you need to watch it. So is Bill okay. Murray snowed in? Or? Yes, he's, okay. he is supposed to be playing a show, and he's snowed in, and he's stuck in this hotel or ballroom or whatnot. Uh, Chris Rock is there. Uh, I mean, it's just, uh, um, uh, it, yeah, it, it's it's an experience, and are, it's totally are worth it. Are his brothers the in there? Maybe Brian Doyle Murphy? Maybe. Or Mur- Mur- Murray, maybe, but no, I, I, no, none of the other brothers are in there, though. But it's pretty, it's pretty fantastic. It, it's an experience to behold. Absolutely. A very, a Bill Murray Christmas. Yes. Jacob, what are some of your favorite Christmas? It's, I mean, Media. it's a cliche, but it's a wonderful life. We always, you know, we always get home just in time to see, no, see yeah. um, him get hit in the face at the bar. <sighs> like, every year, that's. That's when we get home for Christmas Eve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the movie starts. <laughs> Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight? Won't you come out tonight? Won't you come out tonight? Buffalo gals, won't you come out tonight? And dance by the light of the moon. <laughs> Did you know that actually the uh, there, uh, Fun fact about that movie: When they're doing the jitterbug scene, the jitterbug contest scene, there that was a real. They went to a real high school, and it wasn't Didn't planned. That. Didn't know that real high school that had the, the pool underneath the floor, and it wasn't pl- it wasn't planned. They just you know someone turned on the switch, and Frank Capra kept rolling the cameras, and everyone just started jumping in the water. <laughs> so again, another another reason to say that Die Hard is. Christmas movie. And, and yes. And, <laughs> and here is why I am not like uh, what's the movie Miracle on 34th Street with yes. the uh, with the Santa? Not yes. doesn't do it for me because really? it's about it's about Santa and Santa is not the reason for the season. It's family and Die Hard is about family and togetherness. Oh. But Miracle on 34th Street is about oh, it's Santa. Santa. But, yeah. but isn't it, you know, I mean it is nice that it's it's the first of several films where a lawyer has to help save Christmas. Yes. All right. Uh, okay. How about that though? <laughs> You know the the, the I, I do would, appreciate that. I would I, hashtag appellate Twitter here. Yeah. What don't you think that uh, the the uh, uh, Fred the lawyer who represented Chris Kringle in there made a brilliant legal argument saying that since the post office department delivered the letters to the courthouse to Chris Kring, addressed to Santa Claus and Chris Kringle, the federal government says he, this man is Santa Claus. Therefore, you can't argue with that. You can't argue. I um, <laughs> I, think, I think my favorite oh my part gosh. is when he puts the uh, the DA's son. On, on, the the, on the stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and where, who's Santa Claus? He's right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and who told you that? My S- daddy. <laughs> Speaking of, the, the, the ending scene of that Trailer Park Boys Christmas special where he's in yeah. the church. Yes. Like, the message from that is, like, it's pure. It's so beautiful because he's, like, he's, he screwed up Christmas. He was stealing presents. Right. And, like, that scam gets caught and, and he gets realized. But he's there and he's got his family there in church and he's like, you know, Christmas isn't about presents. It's about... Being with your family and getting stoned and drunk. 
together with your family. <laughs> but it's so touching. It's like, yeah, that's kind of right. Like, even though you yeah, were stealing so presents good. and got caught, yes. no, it's really just about spending time with the family that you let down. Exactly. <laughs> the family that you let down. <laughs> Speaking of that, Festivus, I'm, I'm, I am just, uh, you know, Festivus, I'm all about Festivus. I got a lot of problems with you people, and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> Jerry Stiller. Oh, there should be there should be more Jerry airing Stiller. of grievances and and yeah. I think so. Yeah. Boy, you should have heard the House debate on the voter ID. There were a lot of airing of grievances oh, this gosh. week. It was yeah. awful. It was, especially when Mickey Michaud gets up and just schools them all. <laughs> <laughs> he has the most years of grievances. Like he pulls out a list. Like here's here's who's on my naughty list. Yeah, and when he starts from talking thirty about, years of being here, guys. And when he starts talking about Martin, yeah. his friend Martin. Yeah, that's Martin Luther. Oh King. no, yeah. <laughs> But will they be able to move on once the agreements have been aired, or yeah. are they gonna, are they gonna you know, yeah. build up? All right, we're not going down. No, that road. we're not going. There. <laughs> not going down that road. So, um, moving along right there. Uh, what other? Let me, any other like Christmas media that really so jumps wh- out at me? What do y'all think about the 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 uh, continual remakes of the Grinch? Well, they have to keep trying until they get it right. The first one was fantastic. Yes, as a TV special. Yeah. And it is great. And the album that came with it yes. is also amazing. Uh-huh. But You're if, a if mean one, Mr. Mr. Grinch. Grinch. Love that. Mm. But if they're going to stretch it out to an hour and a half. Yeah. You know. The but Jim Carrey thing is terrible. Yeah, I didn't that, like the Jim what's Carrey. What's no, terrible? Can't do it. it you know, is, no it kidding. Like it's like it's terrifying. This is worse than uh um what is the what is the thing um uh, the cartoon thing about Christmas that's really about um, uh, the, the Star Wars Christmas special. No, what is the, what is, what is the thing? <laughs> what, what, what was it? What was the thing uh, uh, that Chewie was uh, that che- on Chewie's home planet? Faith. Uh, Wookie Life Day. Wookie Life Day. <laughs> <laughs> Where the the grandpa Wookie got like a VR oh. set to watch his adult entertainment. So, <laughs> So here's a question. Do those movies that always came on on Christmas Day, like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, do they count as Christmas movies? Anybody know they have nothing to do with Christmas? Because that was the only time you got to watch them as a that, kid. That is true. Because that was the only day they came on. That's true. Indiana Jones, all three Star Wars, The Godfather, mm. the James Bond So marathon. Godfather was always, could... always, for us, was New Year's. Okay. Yeah. Well, James yeah. Bond. So That James... was the only time that marathon came on. It really was like did. the was... Christmas with Bond. That's right. Christmas with Bond on like TBS or yeah. TNT. Yeah, or... no, they yeah. don't do that anymore. Well, they do it on like the pay cable. Which yeah, I don't know, but, but yeah, it. I know. Yeah, you're right. James Bond was always the, that was the thing. You lay around and watch James Bond like day after Christmas. Exactly. And Along, now that, and then, that's gone. And now we got football with the bowl games coming in. Yeah. They're starting to stretch. They're starting like on Christmas Eve and Christmas. And like they're starting this weekend. The bowl, the bowl series. Yeah, I mean, the toilet bowl, <laughs> the Meineke bowl, <laughs> the punch bowl. They should do a Kool Aid bowl. A what? The Kool Aid. Yeah, the Kool Aid bowl. I, I, that's Kool-Aid like bowl. dropping the ball to not be sponsoring uh, a bowl game. I know, right? Maybe we should sponsor uh, a bowl game next year. Like I feel like, like yeah, I feel like yes. you could get in on one. That's like you know East Carolina versus you know whoever. Um, I think you could, could be playing in the yeah. No, absolutely. I mean they're nonprofits, 
you get to if you run the thing, you only work for what maybe a few weeks out of the year and get six figures. So, so the bowl right. bowl games themselves are nonprofits. Yes, they are. They are nonprofits. They have uh, CEOs and committees, or organizing committees, and they make the 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 teams and the schools pay to play in them. This is the biggest <laughs> racket ever. This is fantastic. Yeah. Why well, have we, we, we need not to get gotten in on, in this, on this? <laughs> so. Next I, year I, when I you need the Benny Mac Bowl. <laughs> next year when you when you sponsor yeah, the Benny Mac Bowl, and you know East Carolina and whoever like you know like Furman East Carolina or and Wofford. Wofford comes to play in the bowl game, um, you know th- they let the teams like have like a couple days in the city to like enjoy themselves, and usually it's like Florida or New Orleans. So it's like great, but right. if this would be in Raleigh. Right. What would you do if you're like the you know the college team getting the day off in Raleigh? What would be the thing to do? Oh, take them to the history museum. It would to be a totally nerd experience for them. <laughs> I mean, I would enjoy that, but I feel like. These like twenty year old uh, college it, football it players. Would be, it would totally be, be like, a what, nerd is, what are we doing here? <laughs> Where should we take the team? What is no? But that's that's just all, like what is like the the day like you come to Raleigh and you're looking for like the one fun experience that's going to like define your time in Raleigh. Because in Charlotte they, they go to like the NASCAR Speedway and like drive them around, let them right, drive around the track yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, for that demographic, it's hard. I mean, usually if I have company come in, yeah. I do like, take them to the art museum. Yeah, or, no, or the no kidding. Museum, but. I, I'd say just let them loose on Glenwood yeah. South and let them get drunk. <laughs> let them have fun with, with, with whomever they find down there. <laughs> Some people may not come back. Exactly. <laughs> they show up the next day to play the game, so be it. If not, we still got our money. <laughs> yeah. The Benny Mac Bowl. The Benny Mac Bowl. I love it. <laughs> A Raleigh tradition, 2019 on. <laughs> this is a beautiful thing about this thing, Mike. Yeah. Because we say something. <laughs> I'll say something and Jacob will just stare at me or look at me. Which is not the, the greatest for the medium. <laughs> no, not for, not for radio. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, man. We need to get to some more music. All right. Well, uh, we alluded to John Prine and Christmas yes. in Prison. So Great song. We should probably do that right now. Oh, we're getting into the country music block, aren't we? A short one. Yeah. <laughs> Long dark. If we make it through December Everything's gonna be all right, I know It's the coldest time of winter And I shiver when I see the falling snow If we make it through December Got plans to be in a warmer town come summertime Maybe even California If we make it through December we'll be fine Got laid off down at the factory And their timing's not the greatest in the world Heaven knows I've been working hard Wanted Christmas to be right for daddy's girl 
I don't mean to hate December It's meant to be the happy time of year And my little girl don't understand Why daddy can't afford no Christmas here If we make it through December Everything's gonna be all right, I know It's the coldest time of winter And I shiver when I see the falling snow If we make it through December Got plans to be in a warmer town come summertime Maybe even California If we make it through December we'll be fine
no beer festival downtown this weekend? That's all right. Listen to Little Raleigh Radio. I have always had my heroes. I've loved a lot of legends. Many men in my mind are riding tall. But my cowboy hero hats off to a man who rode a donkey. He's the greatest cowboy of
Well, there we go. Microphones. Hey. You're listening to Londo Arts Radio right here on Little Raleigh Radio. It is Saturday morning, December 23rd, a little bit after the 11 o'clock hour. 22nd. 22nd. Eh, it's whatever. Days. It's okay. It's holiday weekend. We're half drunk. Not really. But we, we're, we're half, full, we're, full drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're on our way there. We got the eggnog flowing. Speaking of which, what, do you, what kind of booze do you like in your eggnog? Bourbon or rum or... Uh, that's it. If you have anything else besides that in there, you're wrong. But go ahead. What I would you... think the bourbon. Yeah, you got to go bourbon. Yeah. Well, Jacob, do you drink eggnog? With, <laughs> with, with... <laughs> if I drink eggnog with alcohol in it, especially if it's still hot, yes. I, I prefer it to be bourbon. But yes. but I do think that if somebody wants to give me some rum eggnog, they are entitled to their opinion. <laughs> <laughs> and I will most graciously drink. Well, see, that's, but that's with... what you would have to do. It's only spiced rum or bourbon in yeah. it. I like a good white Russian. Yes, I haven't had one in, in a long time, uh, but uh, but that was always a favorite kind yeah. of holiday themed or you know winter themed drink. That's a good one. Yeah, um, of course. I and, and I like I like hot toddies just about any time of year. I had a really good um, Tom and Jerry, oh. which is a, a variation of a hot toddy. Yes, okay. with um, with some meringue and some some really good gin uh, over at Thanksgiving time. Excellent. You know that's that's another time that's another uh, drink gin that can be used in real in really nice holiday drinks holiday cocktails and you know gin is a bright sprite you know it's a it's a bright uh, alcohol that's usually nice gin and tonics during summer but if you get like a heavier gin like a very piney or junipery gin like Hendrix or something you can really make some really nice stuff. Really, really nice. Now, and you can I, watch I, it do weird things to my face. Yes. <laughs> Are you allergic? I think I am. No kidding. Yeah. So I, after you drink that, I'm a good that, gin what, detector. What happens? <laughs> Usually, the uh, my my brow will will get a, a slight twitch to it, and and I can't do the like eyebrow raised naturally. But interesting. But it, uh, when I have some good gin, that, okay. that's what happens. Okay. Fascinating. Uh, so everybody has a tell, and that's mine. That's your tell. <laughs> So you're saying we should play poker and get you and get sure you drunk on gin. <laughs> I like where this conversation is going. Yes, yes. But no, uh, for for the eggnog, I do do prefer uh, bourbon. Yeah. What were you going to talk about beforehand? I just jumped straight in there. <laughs> no, that's good, you know. Like then, yeah. Um, it's a quick question on the say Merry Christmas, don't say Merry Christmas thing. Because you gotta, you know, sometimes when when you're sending out the bulk emails that you do right. in the workplace, right, the week leading up to it, you're like, is this the person that I can say that to, or is this not a person I say this to? It's kind of you, know, you have to make a concerted choice there. Just a little. Because there are some people who you know who take um, who they, don't appreciate it. So when and I worked yeah, I when I worked at Ski Slope, yeah. um, I never knew anyone that was offended by okay. wishing Merry Christmas. I think the the litmus test is a is it Christmas Day. Because it, you know, it is a secular U.S. holiday. That is true. You know, and so on, federal, on on Christmas Day, a federal holiday, or around then, I think Merry Christmas, Happy Christmas is fine. Um, or if the person knows that Christmas is important to you, right? Then if they if they're familiar enough with you to know that you celebrate Christmas, then they usually will understand it as saying, you know, this is something that's important to me that I associate sure. with I'm, peace, light, and harmony, and I want those blessings to go to you, mm. regardless of what you believe. I like that. Um, I think that's. And, I think that's and, good. But if they don't know anything about you, and if it's you know December first, I, I think that happy yeah. holidays works great too. Yeah, you know? that, is that true. works too. You know, 
I'm just thinking like if you if you go and you're doing like international travel and you're in a different culture and somebody comes up and wishes you like a happy whatever is like a particular holiday that they would have in that culture, you'd be like, that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and, and I feel like that's most of the time when people try to say that, that's what they're trying to express and not you should worship Jesus. What well, are you doing? You're well, going to hell. You know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, just, you know, it's a slippery slope and. Well, it's kind yeah, of it's kind of weird, and I think a lot of people just overthink it. But uh, I always say, "Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays." Yeah. Merry Christmas, Chris, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, or Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, or Happy New Year. Like uh, I left the office, I'm not going to be I'm going to be gone on vacation for for eleven days. I went around to everyone and said, "Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays." I'll see you next year. That's pretty solid. That's um, a good. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know? I, and that should do it. I you know I think that I think that should cover it. It was funny though, because uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg had uh, 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 surgery today, and Representative uh, Congressman Mark Walker tweeted out saying, "I hope she has a speedy recovery so she could spend time with uh, her people, with her family uh, uh, on Christmas." Justice Ginsburg's Jewish. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, it's a lot of you know, the, you know. You know, he got he's but, saying a sweet thing. It is. He was trying to be nice, and everyone was hammering him on Twitter, oh, and I'm just like, just get off the... Come on. Everyone's just trying to be nice. It's a U.S. holiday. Exactly. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a federal holiday, and the U.S. Postal Service recognizes Chris Kringle as Santa Claus, damn it. Well, to, to pair with that, I did get some funny looks. Um, early, about, I guess about a week and a half ago, the uh, Downtown Raleigh Alliance had yeah. their, their quarterly board meeting, oh. and I asked them... You know, just in a joking fashion, like, hey, see if you can do something about getting us, you know, a live Christmas tree next year. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and one of the members responded back, and it, it's somebody that I respect uh, quite a great deal, so I'm not going to say their name. And, and it, they did bring up a good point, one that I disagree with, but they were like, well, I don't think there should be Christmas decorations on public property. What? And, uh, yeah. All right. So. We're getting too deep yeah. here. Yeah, and now we're so, going. Now so we're going down, down the rabbit hole. The fact that you know Christmas <laughs> is a secular U.S. It's, holiday, it's one and it was Christmas trees that created that legal argument no. in the first place. Well, that is uh, okay. To, which to, I thought to, was to, to to take that person's side real quick. If you've seen uh, the decorations in the White House that Melania Trump has, like in the hallway, <laughs> where it's like the, the, the where it's like the Christmas, sh- yeah, Christmas is coming, the Christmas <laughs> shining, and it's, it's right behind I, you. <laughs> I am okay with not having those decorations on public property. It looks like, like the, the the Emperor's throne room in Return of the Jedi. Yes, it <laughs> the the red the the red uh, guards, the Imperial guards. They were they were terrifying. <laughs> I felt. I feel so bad for the children of that family that have to, or for a lot of reasons, but oh. who have to grow up with like that being the Christmas that they're yeah. exposed to. Like, oh my gosh! See, I actually thought last year's was pretty. The one that when everybody <laughs> was giving her like the the crap for the barren wasteland. Oh, I know. I thought that was quite lovely, and I liked how it led to the the full tree. And yeah. this year, I'm like, maybe I need to reconsider. No. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I wish that there were excuses or reasons to have the the North Carolina oh, evergreens man. up all year. Yeah, you no, know, it's well, I you know I, they, look, that's I, one thing that I do miss about the mountains is you know going on hikes and there's Christmas tree farms everywhere. Right, you know, and whether it's May, June, or October. So I have a story about that. But so my uncle, um, it, my uncle passed last uh, uh, November, right before Thanksgiving. Right, mm. um, he was a Jewish man. He married into a family. Um, just just 
I, I loved him so much, but his he was a financial planner as his day job, but his avocation, his real passion in life, he was a Christmas tree farmer. <sighs> and he had a giant Christmas tree farm in West Virginia, mm. just outside on the other side of Harper's Ferry. Yeah. And he grew scotch pines. And he would uh and in my summers in in uh in um my summers in college I would go up and stay with him and my aunt because and work in my aunt's office. She was a she's a, a doctor up there and she paid a lot better than you know, working at the fast food joint in Ashboro. So I would go up there and, and on the weekends my uncle Arnie and I would go up and we'd work on the farm for the day and trim the trees. And it's hard work, but he loved it. And he would hire the local kids around there to get out there with trimmers and whatnot. We would shape the trees and trim the trees and whatnot. And then Chris, first of December, first week in December, he would have a hayride. And, you know, someone would come and dress up as Santa Claus and they would go out and, right. and, and do the hayride. And you could pick your tree and cut it and come out. He would give the trees away. He would give trees away to the local Greek Orthodox Church. And in, in town, and that was his. He not only that, not only was a Christmas tree farmer, he was president of the West Virginia Christmas Tree Growers Association three years running. <laughs> and he wow. was when he wow. was when he died. And at their memorial service, we were joking, he may still be the president. <laughs> but there was, there was yeah. his, there was his, I saw you know, like. You know, there. You know, that's going to be a tough job sometimes. Obviously, you know, being a farmer and growing things can be difficult sometimes. But there's not a whole lot of moral ambiguity uh, in being a Christmas tree farmer. There's not no. like you know, like this day not I did, big big pine. No, like you know, like you grow trees and you make people happy right. uh, at the exactly. end of the year. Like that's like you know. And 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 I think everyone loved it because I, you know, not only was a farmer, but he was a Jewish man growing Christmas trees. <laughs> And so whenever I tell my friends that, and right. they just they, but it was the there was the should make a Hallmark of, movie about. Oh, him. I'm working on it. The, I'm, the I'm writing it. I'm working him. on it. But so here's the my thing. mom watches like so many of these Christmas. Uh, it's like year round that there'll be the Hallmark Christmas movies and about the, all the things. And I feel like this guy should have his story. He should. So I, I have trees. to. Yeah. I have to write it. So, but anyway, at his memorial uh, earlier this year, uh, we all each got a pine sapling. And I still have mine, and I put it in a big pot, and it's growing, and it sits outside on a table outside my back door, and I see it every time I come home and every time I leave, and it, it is growing. It's a little pine sapling, and I, I guess it's a scotch pine sapling or so. I'm not quite sure, but it's a little pine sapling, and it is growing and has kept growing. And, I, you know, a lot of times, Mike, you know, a lot of times we have people – Christmas, uh, when you get older, changes. It changes uh, meaning because the people that are around you when you grow up are not necessarily around you anymore. And and yes, it's a religious holiday, but it, as you said, Jacob, it's a it's a, it, there's whether it's religious or secular, it's a time of life and uh, and light and love. Yeah, and the time to get drunk and stand with your family. It's so exactly God's right. <laughs> it's when you know it's time to leave the kids' table. Right. Yes. <laughs> When you can argue with grandma, which is better, the bourbon or the, or the rum. Exactly. <laughs> oh, or you just sneak a little of both. Oh, should we get to uh, some music? Yeah. Uh, you, you got can. a good. You got a good song. So, uh, yeah, one of the all-time favorites uh, off the Phil Spector 
Christmas album, a Christmas gift to you from Phil Spector. If you don't know about it, it is just Christmas gold. It is, you know, Motown, Soul Singers covering your favorite Christmas hits. and it is just Before he shot and killed someone, right? You know, Phil Spector's in jail. This whole episode has been about, like, you can have Christmas in prison. Like, <laughs> why are we ruining it for, for Phil Spector? Sorry. Like, Sorry. No, but I, I think before. I think yes. before that. But I think, like, the John Prine Christmas in prison was about him. Like, well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice time. Yeah. But right, no, so, so what do we got? We what got we the Ronettes yes. uh, covering Frosty the Snowman. So, uh, now, is Frosty the Snowman a Christmas song, or is it just a winter song? See, that's another thing. I think everyone sang it at, at, at elementary school around Christmas time because right. it was winter. Yeah, it's the beginning of winter, which also just goes to like what the holiday season is about. It's really cold outside, and so you're inside with people that you care about, and you're enjoying yourselves. Right. So we don't and, have this in July. Well, Christmas in July. I take that back. I'm yeah, wrong about this. Yeah. But that's just people wishing that it was cold. Now we're now we're getting deep. <laughs> Let's hit it. The Ronettes. Frosty right. the Snowman on Long Dutch Radio. Little Raleigh Radio.
and the land. In the meadow we can build a snowman. Snowman. We'll pretend that he is Parson Brown. He'll say, Are you married? We'll say, No man. What no man? But you can do the jump with your So the Holy Bible say Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ Was born on Christmas Day Hark now hear the angels sing A new king born today And man will live forevermore because of Christmas Day 
While shepherds watch their flock by night Them see a bright new shining star Them hear a choir sing The music seem to come from afar Now Joseph and his wife Mary Come to Bethlehem that night Them find no place to born she child Not a single room was in sight Hark now hear the angels sing A new king born today And man will live forevermore Because of Christmas Day By and by them find a little nook In a stable all forlorn And in a manger cold and dark Mary's little boy was born Hark now hear the angels sing A new king born today And man will live forevermore Because of Christmas Day The magnanimous Harry Battlefonte right there with Mary's Boy Child, right here on Long Dark's Radio, Little Rally Radio. Absolutely. And before that, we heard Sharon Jones and the Daptones with There Ain't No Chimneys in the Projects. Ain't No Chimneys in the Projects. And hopefully, uh, Aretha Franklin, Winter Wonderland. Yes. And before that, it was Smokey Robinson with, uh, what was on the, what was on, what was the song? <laughs> hopefully it was Deck the Halls. It was Deck the Halls. Follow la la la. Follow la la la. And we started, and then we started off the the Motown set with uh, the Ronettes. The Ronettes. Frosty the Snowman, which is off of the which uh, 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 also has some pop culture fame in a uh, Martin Scorsese movie, Goodfellas. Uh, it's it's the scene after the heist, the big heist, where everybody's spending all the money uh, and buying stuff, buying coats and cars, and they're in like the bar, and everybody's showing off. And uh, and Wes's name's character is not happy about this. Oh yeah, it's a Robert De Niro's yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he's telling everybody to like, you know, take it away, get it out of here. He's throwing people out of the bar. Right. But that song is playing, the Ronettes, Frosty the Snowman. Yes. And then everybody gets whacked. Uh, and that's to the uh, Derek and the Dominoes. Had a, yes. Layla. It such, was yes, yes. Such a good soundtrack. The the uh, instrumental version of uh, part uh, from of Layla. Yeah. Uh, Derek and the Dominoes, um, Eric Clapton. Is Goodfellas a Christmas movie? Oh, it has Christmas time in it, but I don't think so. See, it, it comes down to like being a family and being thankful. Because right. even though it's happening at Christmas, no, they're like, all right, we're going to kill you. Yeah, that's true. We're going we're gonna to kill know, there's you. Christ- so, so it goes into the New Year's Eve, New Year's Day lump. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, probably so. Along with The Godfather, Godfather Part Two, probably so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I like that. That's some good stuff. Uh, 
It's history time. It is. It's uh, this day in, uh, in North Carolina history. Thanks. Uh, oh, we got a good one today. December 22nd. On this day in December 22nd, uh, 1789, North Carolina formally ceded six western counties to the Continental Congress, leading to the eventual establishment of the new state of Tennessee. But uh, this, uh, there was a lot of uh, settlement moving out in the backcountry out that way. Uh, Western frontiers of North Carolina, Virginia, and that area would eventually become Tennessee and Kentucky. But North Carolina legislature authorized the creation of six new counties in the region between 1799 and 1784. And the the folks out there really wanted to have self-governance. So in 1784, they created their own state, named it after Benjamin Franklin, and it was called the State of Franklin. It was never formally admitted to the Union, and the five-year history was largely marked by strained relations with local Native Americans, North Carolina leaders, and the Continental Congress. I mean, these were backwoods Scots-Irish folks. I mean, you know, people like... Right. Yeah. And they wanted to deal with... They wanted to, to rule themselves. Exactly. And, and to their credit, this was like a good secession. Like, uh, right. the other secession was very, very bad and very had a bad. horrible cause, and this one was just... They just wanted you know, to go and do their thing. Exactly. So the Franklin legislature, they had a legislature, and they met for the last time in 1788. The western lands were folded back into the jurisdiction of North Carolina the following year, only to be ceded to the Continental Congress again, and then Tennessee was uh, formed and admitted to the Union in 1796. And that's how we had Tennessee. We could have had Franklin. We could have had Franklin. We could have had just a like a an Appalachian state uh, out there. Absolutely, kind of like hey. West Virginia, but Franklin. Hey guys, did did you see what Tennessee? Same thing at Arkansas. Ha <laughs> 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 ha! Little, little slow on the uptake for that. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> And that is uh, this day in North Carolina history. Thanks to our friends over North Carolina Department of Natural Cultural Resources. You can check out the blog at ncdcr.gov. Fantastic. Well, That's pretty for cool. sharing that. Real quick, you know, we were talking earlier uh, off air about these year-end in review lists, and there was this list I was reading about best articles of 2018, and there was one that I was reading about the baseball player yeah. about a decade ago who gets called up. He's in the minor leagues. He's been playing his whole life. He's like 30 years old. He gets called up for the last game of the season for the Philadelphia Phillies to be the starting pitcher. And he gets called up. He's like crying in the parking lot, getting the news. Like his family's in, his family comes. It's going to be like the best day of his life. And it gets rained out. Oh. And the next, like he he doesn't oh. get to go out. Like the game, whole game's canceled. They give him like a jersey, like as like a souvenir. They're like, that's it. Yeah, and that's it. And so he gets called back down to to the minor leagues for the next season. Never makes it back up. And so they're like the article is about like catching up with this guy and you know what is it like. But I'm thinking right now. This would be such like a great like it's a wonderful life story. I was gonna say it's a very George Bailey. To it's be a like very to, George to do Bailey like a Christmas thing. movie with this guy where he's like you know he, he he's you know he's having a night where he's just like looking back and he's like you know my whole life's just ruined because I never got to play in the majors. Right. But the like the guy comes and he's like no you know think of all the people in your life that you ended up helping because you didn't become like the you know just the the jock you know major league baseball player but you actually had yeah. a life and some kids and you know had a great story. So, we should remake It's a Wonderful Life with the guy who didn't get to play in the Major League. Remember, 
A man is never poor as long as he has friends. <laughs> but, but and anytime you buy Tom Sawyer for somebody, that's the inscription you have to put in there. You got to put that in there exactly, and then put a and then give him a bell too. Yeah. So you can so Clarence can get his wings. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Oh God! It's, you know, you know, Frank Capra, the quintessential American uh, uh, filmmaker. He did uh, "It's a Wonderful Life," and he did uh, "Mr. Smith Goes to Washington." And even then, they they thought he was sappy. They they called every all the critics called his stuff Capra corn. No, it was fantastic. He actually made the filibuster into like a great thing, and now it's like, I God, know. stop it, do something, right? But now it's like, oh, this is you know, yeah, Be heroic. Yeah. The um the only authorized remake of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington is uh, Billy Jack Goes to Washington. Billy the, Jack. The exciting conclusion of the the Billy Jack films. Oh, never I don't, heard. I never them. heard of these. Yeah. No, oh, what is these? Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the director. Uh, basically, the the movies were his big passion project, mm-hmm. and it was a uh, series of films about a man who, um, in order he basically has PTSD, a la. Um, John Rambo, mm-hmm. um, and he's trying to reintegrate himself um, into um, civilian life after serving in Vietnam. And he starts getting into his Native American heritage, and he befriends some students uh, at an art school very similar to like the Black Mountain College mm-hmm. uh, school when the Bauhaus were running that. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, other people want to take over the school and run them out of town. And so he has to go back to his his violent ways to to save the art school. You know that you know what this <laughs> sounds like. This really sounds like that Simpsons episode where Mel Gibson and Homer Simpson remake Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, and Jefferson Smith shoots up the the Senate, and he throws an American flag into the Vice President's heart, and he goes, "Merry Christmas, Mr. President." <laughs> and by by the fourth movie in the saga. Billy Jack has become a senator, and <laughs> and he finds out that they're gonna, you know, ruin the school through this back backroom deal. So he has to filibuster, um, and he but he has a heart condition now, and he so dies. He, he, does he, he, he die? He dies, he dies at the end on the Senate floor. <laughs> Is this a real thing? It's a real. Are you serious? Yeah, it's the the fourth wow. movie in the um, Billy Jack series. Billy I can't Jack remember the name of the series. first movie because the he's only a supporting character in the first film. And then the second movie is Billy Jack. Can, can you find these anywhere? Are they streaming anywhere? Probably. I, um, I know they tried to, the filmmaker tried to reboot the Billy Jack series during the George W. Bush presidency, oh, um, but he passed okay. away, unfortunately. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, my me. Have you seen the uh, Saturday Night Live alternate or lost ending of um, It's a Wonderful Life? No. With uh, Phil Hartman and yes. Harvey. Yes. Oh, yes. Because Mr. Potter never gets called out for stealing the money. Right. And so they, they have a really good bit where the town then finds out, you know, after, you know, everybody comes together to save George. That still happens. But then, then they, go they, they realize that. They beat up Mr. Yeah. Potter. That's right. I remember that. Yes. They go up and beat, beat up old man Potter. Oh, yes. That's uh-huh. what Christmas is about. That's that the, is. That's the reason commu- for you know, the season. Community harmony. Right. Know, all exactly. working together to. For the common um, good. Yeah. <laughs> and taking that a cranky old <laughs> capitalist. <laughs> oh my me. We're going down the rabbit oh, hole. Oh gosh. Uh we're about we're closing in on the end of the show, aren't we? We need to get some more music before we wrap yeah. it up. What are we doing on time? 
We got uh, Chatham County Line, though, coming up uh, right here with uh, Oh Santa. This was fun. Um, yep, Rock Records tried to kind of do their own version of John Peel Sessions, so they would have uh, different bands from their label come in and just do a, a one-and-done live track, and this is what Chatham County Line chose to do. Love it, right here. All right, Oh Santa, from Chatham County Line on Laundrette's Radio, Little Raleigh Radio. I turn my face away 
The Pogues. Fairy Tale of New York. The classic, classic song. I mean, you just, I, I just get warm feelies, fuzzies off of that. 
Especially, you know, you, the... Uh, Not going to lie, I listen to that every May. Really? <laughs> <laughs> every May? Probably every August, too. Yeah. Really? It's a great, great song. song. It, it is. It's just a great song all the time, but it's a really nice... It was Christmas Eve in the drunk tank. <laughs> <laughs> First time I learned about that song, I was living in the international dorm at NC State, and my uh, roommates were British. And wow, and they how uh, did you get in the international dorm at NC State? So Do they I, consider Ashboro its own? <laughs> no, they matched like, you this up. guy. They matched they matched up international students yeah. with other students. Okay, that's fair. So you know, and and I lived there for two years, and that's where I learned how to drink because I mean, you're no kidding. Oh, dude, Scots and Irish and British, uh, Germans. I mean, basically anybody who's not American. Pretty much, yeah. And, and and uh, oh, my God. But anyway, they uh, uh, they introduced me to this song. I mean, and I tell you, we got drunk in the dorm and sang it all night long one night. It was fantastic. The great, greatest drinking song ever. Probably one of them, at least. <laughs> oh, totally. At yeah. least Christmas thing. Yeah. At least Christmas, Christmas thing dream, drinking song, yes. Yeah. Before that, oh, Santa with Chatham County Line. That's correct. Good stuff. And then again, it's off the uh, the Yep Rock sessions. Yeah. Good, good times. And uh, it's almost Christmas time. It is almost Christmas time. And uh, hopefully you guys are all going to have folks you want to see on Christmas morning. I will. I'm going home to see my folks, see my family. What about you? Doing the same. Yeah. yeah Do you got youngins, youngins in your family? Niece and a nephew who yeah. are three and four, so it's <gasps> like the perfect age. Yeah, definitely going to buy them gifts that are, uh, you know, still late to get the gifts, but uh, uh, that are like two or three years above their uh, age. That way you're the good uncle. Because you know, they, they do. The, yeah, of course. Like they do the thing where now where they, they list the age on the like the present mm-hmm. or, or, or the up, toy. Or, yeah. Yeah. Which is very helpful because I would have no idea. Like, what do they do now? Right. Um, but I always try to like, you know, go at least a couple years above. That way you're the cool guy who lets them get away with stuff. Sure. Yeah. So they're going to be getting stuff that's way too dangerous and, for what they and uh, does do, yeah. do will they will the toys make noise see that's the other thing too <laughs> that's a good yeah toy needs to make noise you know it, it was easier when like you know my niece was like one because you like she would be like the box was just like the greatest thing i she would just want to play with the box sure yeah so now right. you actually had to put something in the box right yeah it was like the natural science museum is a good uh Gift great shop for, for, yeah. for kids great yeah. gift shop lots, yeah. of, lots of yes. fun stuff to actually fiddle with and discover right exactly so all my little cousins have grown up except no i'll take that back so they're in middle and high school and then they they have a little they have a little one their their little uh brother is now five and he was an oopsie and um <laughs> he was a surprise <laughs> But it's just, it, it, I think it really has turned our, our right. Chris, you know, my, my mama's side, yeah. uh, family, uh, It's that's turned it really around and really added some more, sure. you know, because growing up, it was it was my older cousins and then me and my brother and the five of us would just jump on our granny's bed and we and we'd play Nintendo all right, the time, right. you know, on Christmas Day. Well, they get better presents now because like all the brothers and sisters are older and they right. can afford to like get them stuff too exactly worked out for them so now my you know my so my little cousins now my older cousins of course they have families and and my little cousins are older and all that are so they're just sitting there on the phone and And meanwhile their little the little cousin is the little one is just running around with his loud fire truck and do you remember when we were growing up 
like Christmas when you had to talk to one another and you didn't have the phone, right. and so you'd like you'd have the meal and you'd have yes. to like make the small talk, right? And you know, yeah. yes. Now you can avoid it. Absolutely, uh, which just is terrible, and we're right. ruining society. I but know, no, right? Yeah. <laughs> we always have the um, the the post when Christmas coffee. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we do Christmas dinner fairly late, mm-hmm. but then then we'll have. One to two cups of coffee before we oh, actually like start that. doing right. dishes. And yeah, we would do white elephant Christmas. Uh, again, except we would bring uh, five dollar gifts, and then uh, we draw numbers, and then you go and pick a gift. And if you got something, if someone else got something better than you that you wanted, you can go and trade and get and grab their. I like gift. that. No, it, that's yeah, that's the way to do it. That was the good stuff. That was always the good stuff. So, but the my granny. God love her. She loved all her grandchildren, five five grandsons growing up, and she'd always buy us Christmas presents and wrap them, but she would always forget to take the price tags off the toys. <laughs> so even though she loved us all equally, she would, we'd always open it up and look at the box and then turn it over, and there's the price tag. <laughs> So good. God love her. God love her. God, I miss you, Granny. Love you. All right. We about we're about out of time. We, aren't we? we are. We're and, uh, we're out of time for but, another uh, week. But thanks for spending your Christmas weekend with us. Yes, and Mike, thanks for being here, yeah. man. You know, it's it's keeping me out of the like the going to the mall right <laughs> or, now. Yeah, like you're saving me from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be Christmas Eve, and I'm gonna be at the Walmart. Oh, uh, God. Yeah, making this happen. Yeah, like, yeah. It's going down. I'm gonna be that guy. You're gonna be that guy. You're really cut. You're living life on the edge. Exactly. Cutting like, it close. I'm hoping that five dollar movie bin in the back of the Walmart is on point this year. Yes, because that's happening for somebody. Well, let me tell the, the you, combo I, packs are always really good. <laughs> no, the too. combo packs are great. Yes, like yeah. it's a it's a great selection in there. Sometimes it's just who owns a VCR now and like or or like a DVD player anymore. I'm excited. Doesn't use Netflix. I am holding my a new red woolly cap with snow white snowflakes knitted on it. I got it out of the Carly C's. Been uh, the bin at the Carly C's a dollar. Nice, a it's dollar. A good get. Yeah. It's a great get, and it's a warm, warm hat right there. I love it. Was it, it was like sixty five today? I wanted to wear like a you know a nice you know a sweater. I did too. I wanted to wear my 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 red yeah. cashmere scarf because nobody has like a Christmas t shirt. No, you don't have like the scent like you know maybe. But they do have the Christmas flip flops. Yeah, yes they do. And and I think uh, Johnny Swank uh, has a shirt with Santa Claus on there. And it says, that's okay, I don't believe in you either. <laughs> <laughs> On sale right now, and he's still open through Sunday. <laughs> there, there's your shout-out, Johnny Swank. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up here with a, a, a classic, classic song. You, you can't know, have Christmas. I was going to say, you can combo that with Grandma the Grandma got ran over by the reindeer? <laughs> then, well, that's why me and Grandma believe. <laughs> oh, there <laughs> I always like uh, oh, the strong um, Santa and his magic dust. Oh, I don't know if ever heard that one. Wait, no, what? but now they've got a great song that explains why the reindeer can fly. No. Santa gives them the magic dust that helps them get ever so high. <laughs> <laughs> the counterculture was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing ever happened to the best thing ever happened to humanity. The counterculture. Oh man. Uh, we, it wouldn't be Christmas without Bing Crosby. So That's very true. We're gonna we're gonna close this out with. Uh, uh, a sweet little uh, Christmas card, audio Christmas card from us to you. Right here on Long Dodge Radio. Jacob, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. 
Mike, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And everyone out there, Merry Christmas. We'll see you next week. And a Happy New Year. And a Happy New Year. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, mother. <laughs>